When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like what you hear? High quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do. 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's HailVarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. Welcome to Hail Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hail Varsity and at Schmidt's underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmidt. Great to have you in on a Tuesday. It's Hail Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Some more staff shaping up for Coach Rule and Nebraska. We'll tell you about a couple of different uh, additions uh, that, that have been reported. Uh, good stuff again from our friends at Hale Varsity, uh, Brady Altman's and, and company, Brandon Vogel, Aaron Sorensen, Jacob Padilla. I mean, doing a great job keeping you up to date with how things are shaping up at Memorial Stadium for that coaching staff. Uh, the big question is Mickey Joseph. What's the word on Mickey? Some thoughts we'll get into here in a little bit. Numbers to dial up can join us today on Hale Varsity at 466 3776 466 3776 800 825 5865. Give us a follow on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio and at Herbal Essence for Elijah. Can watch the show. Do so a couple of different ways. ESPN Lincoln's Facebook, ESPN Lincoln's Twitter, and also the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter handle has this broadcast and streaming at HVarsity Radio. Can also get your uh, episodes of Coffee and Cream. Uh, with uh, Andrew Rogers, Damon Benning. Uh, that show's rocking and rolling here in Lincoln in the morning, 7 to 9. So love those guys being with us. And uh, good uh, content as always. So uh, that's the layout. You can email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. 20 minutes away. We'll spend time with Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. Love talking ball with Mitch. Been a busy week. In hour two, Matt Schick of Schick and Nick, the Heard At podcast. And, of course, you know Schick from ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, and ESPN UTV. So uh, you've got to be fired up uh, because pot roast is a reality for you. One of your favorite defensive linemen from Denver, uh, officially here with Nebraska as the uh, defensive line coach. I would say interior defensive line coach. Historically speaking, Coach Rule has done 
a, a two-line setup, right? You got an ends and you've got an interior. You've got a tight end and tackle, and then you have an interior offensive line setup. We'll see where, where that goes. But what we can report, and uh, Rivals also reporting this, E.J. Barthel, uh, the running backs coach for the University of Connecticut Fighting Huskies, uh, is now the Nebraska uh, running backs coach. He was director of player personnel at Temple for Coach Rule, uh, was with him at Carolina. But this is what's a couple of things with, with Barthel. And, 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 you know, uh, we are we're, we're very understanding that the, the business has the ups and downs where you're going to hire and you're going to fire. You're going to bring in people or you're going to try and go get the best. Uh, right now, what is appealing here about E.J. Barthel, a couple of things. He was a recruiting coordinator for James Franklin in 2016. He had a year with Penn State in 2016 and, and, and then was, was, was gone. But that's, that's a good spot. It's a guy that knows the Big Ten. It's a guy that recruited the Big Ten. It's a guy that recruited the Northeast uh, with his different stops. So E.J. Barthel is a young guy. He's only 37 years old, but he has done time. And I mean that he spent at least a year in uh, – in the Big Ten as a recruiting coordinator, and, and just call me crazy, but James Franklin's a pretty intense guy to work for. That is my guess. And you see how well Penn State is traditionally recruited. They're always top three in the Big Ten. And there's been some years, Elijah, where Penn State's finished top ten in, in recruiting. So uh, that's, uh, that's the running back spot. For what it's worth, that 2016 class – I was 20th in the country, but did post uh, a couple of NFL guys in Miles Sanders and Connor McGovern. Oh, so Miles Sanders, <laughs> who's killing it for Philly right now. So he's a recruiting coordinator. Uh, so that's there uh, right now. You have Marcus Satterfield, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, of course, from South Carolina, and uh, Evan Cooper in the secondary. Uh, Corey Campbell, your strength coach. You have the likelihood of either – an assistant spot, or an analyst for Ed Foley. Ed Foley's background is tight ends and offensive tackles. You also have special teams, an analyst option for, not Axel, but Ed Foley. So what does that mean for, for Coach Becton at Nebraska? And I don't know what your expectation is as far as staff retention. How many guys... That are that were at Nebraska under Scott Frost. Do you anticipate Matt Rule realistically keeping? And the, the two names you hear is is Mickey Joseph and Bill Bush. And you heard Coach McBride talk about it yesterday. And our friends in the morning, Coffee and Cream on the on the Hale Varsity Twitter handle uh, had a great poll question that you can still go vote on at H Varsity Radio. How important is it to you uh, when it comes to, to Mickey being a part of this equation, uh, staff-wise, moving forward? I think Becton's a heck of a coach. Uh, I, I think uh, I think Bill Bush is an amazing coach. I think those are those are three guys that that you could look at now. Guys are going to go hire who they think are really really good that they know they can work with and can work for or have work for you and 
and it also comes down to going and getting people that are familiar with the Big Ten. Matt Rule played in the Big Ten, right, when Penn State got to the Big Ten. He's coached in a Power Five in the Big 12. He's come from the AAC where there, that, that's been the launching spot for a lot of coaches that went on to Power Fives that haven't done well. Rule is the exception because he wanted Baylor. Do you go get fo- – you got to go get folks that know the league, okay? And from a recruiting standpoint, uh, Barthel, as a running backs coach, uh, looks like uh, is, is a pretty solid hire. Well, there's there's something we should note here in that what's really, really important with these assistant coach hires right now, and some of these guys could even end up being analysts for all we know, but what's really important is Rule needs guys that he trusts on the recruiting trail because that's what's so important about these hires right now. They're, and they got to know the league. they got to know the league. they got to know the, the, the type of guy they need, but they also need to be competent recruiters, and Matt Rule needs to trust them because that's what is important about the next two weeks is getting out there and getting guys – that, that can go hit the recruiting trail hard and build your first class before this early signing period is up. And and while these guys might not end up being assistant coaches because there's other coaches Rule could have in mind that are possibly still coaching, maybe going to a conference title game, maybe going to a bowl game, that you can play it slow on. What's really important about these first hires is to make sure these guys have a recruiting acumen because that's what's so crucial about these next two weeks is this, this is two weeks that could make or break your next season. The transfer portal changes some things, but – Nebraska needs an infusion of talent, especially along the lines of scrimmage. So when I look at these guys, I look less into to what they are as a position coach because I don't think we're locked into these guys being position coaches just yet. We just know they're a They'll part of the staff. They'll fit somewhere. They're, they're a puzzle piece. They're, they're a puzzle piece, but right now what's important is getting the recruiting knocked out, and we'll, we'll, we'll figure out what what they're going to do, whether it's an assistant coach, whether it's an analyst down the road. Yeah. That, that's something I am looking at this with, with the lens of, of Matt Rule knowing his top of mind is how important the recruiting is going to be right away and, and really – you know, starting getting a running start into your recruiting right now. Four six six three seven seven six or eight hundred eight two five five eight six five numbers to get in. Here's what I believe. Okay, and let's just lay out some of the jobs that are open. Let's talk jobs that are open. You thought you were done with this. Bear with me. You're not. And jobs that are open. And Mickey Joseph. Okay. Take, take your, your Husker Red off for a second, okay? Let's do the old blind taste test here. Three and six does what for you if you're an AD wanting to hire? Does it even get on your radar? If you're a good AD, you dig a little bit deeper and you go, oh, three and six at Nebraska with massive amounts of injuries, the eye test tells me the kids got better. The eye test tells me they improved. They beat Iowa to, f- to finish the year. And they survived. They didn't win, but they survived with backup quarterbacks and a makeshift offensive line, and the defense got better. Nebraska football finished way better than they've finished in a long time, and it was because of Mickey Joseph. It was because of this staff coming together. That is fact. So three and six doesn't tell the whole story, but it may for some ADs. What what are Mickey Joseph's strengths? Communication, connection. Mickey Joseph's strengths is recruiting, incredible talent, but getting a lot out of that talent. And, and Mickey Joseph's strength is just being absolutely 100% direct with you, the player, and coaching you hard 
There's no BS with Mickey. So he's super appealing. We're closer to it. Is he somebody that Florida Atlantic should look at? Yes. UNLV, UAB, Liberty, Tulsa. Tulane's not going to be open. Texas State, Western Michigan. Those, those, are, those are jobs that are open that Mickey should be considered for. As far as a power five, Stanford, Georgia Tech is going to use their interim. Cincinnati's open. There's Colorado. There's South Florida. Probably going to Dion. There's Charlotte. What does Mickey want to do? Mickey wants to get paid. Okay? And does Mickey want to be a head coach? Probably. Does Mickey want to be a head coach at one of these other spots? And, and he's moved around, but he's primarily been – He's been in Louisiana, he's been in Mississippi, and he came back home to Nebraska, okay? So do you want to go set up shot, shop at 55, making, I don't know what, what UNLV pays, $2 million, $1.5. You got to look at it if you're Mickey Joseph, what's best for me and my family and my coaching career? Mickey Joseph has coached for over 30 years, and he's crawled his way up because he's a grinder. Mickey Joseph did not start making real, air quote, real college football money till 2016 mm-hmm. when he got to LSU. And that was probably five hundred dollars or $550,000. Okay. He got a bump to come to Lincoln at six. Well, and he, then he got a bump following the national championship season a little bit. I think it was like five to five fifty. Yeah. So, like so, so Mickey's done fine, but I have no earthly clue what he made at Louisiana Tech for a year or at Elkhorn State or. Go down the list of some of the smaller schools. I don't know what that salary structure is. Forty grand, a hundred grand, hundred and fifty. And it's not all about money. I mean, he's a teacher, he's a coach, he's a people person, but you need to be compensated for, for your worth. LSU right now pays, and I don't know their receivers coach, but their receivers coach is the highest paid wide receivers coach in college football. The guy that replaced Mickey at a million dollars. Okay. I think Mickey's probably top five, top six. Can you come to a based on your your salary pool of seven million? You still got to pay a defensive coordinator. You still got to round out your staff, but can you put a price tag? Can you honestly put a price tag on peace of mind? I I'm fairly certain Mickey and and Rule meant this morning. I would think uh, Mickey has got some offers to field as a receivers coach as a. Uh, maybe as a court he's never called plays though that's it i mean if you're going to get a head job in college football you need to be a coordinator not necessarily more times than not no, more a, times than not yes. a position coach does not get hired dabo sweeney okay that's 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 it and then mickey joseph is interim or, or defensive coordinator a lot of times right more times than not You've got to have been a coordinator or a former head coach to get another head coaching job. But he had the the, uh, the experience as interim. Now, I don't think that's going to pop him up to a, a power five job right now. That's why we've listed off mm-hmm. some some group of five teams. But he has that experience there. And I, I think with that in the back pocket, you can remain a wide receivers coach. And if you do really, really well, you can get a head coaching opportunity. And, and if I'm Mickey Joseph, I'm looking around college football. And as you said, top five, top ten type wide receivers coach in the country. I look at a guy at Ohio State and Brian Hartline, hmm? a guy who is nailing their recruiting year in, year out, the, the lead offensive recruiter for Ohio State. He's also their passing game coordinator now and bar none, one of the best wide receivers coaches in the so country. So he, he's a guy that comes to your mind that could be a head coach somewhere? He could be a head coach somewhere, and that's another guy I look at. If I'm Mickey Joseph and I say, 
I think I'm like that guy. I think I deserve to make what that guy makes. What's Heartline pulled on? $950,000 a year. Okay. And, and that's, I think, the number that Mickey Joseph should probably realistically be asking for from Nebraska, at least nine hundred. dollars Which sure. is it's a big chunk of change for Matt Rule. It's a, a big another consideration here. Whenever you have $7 million to spend, do you want to give almost a million dollars a year to a wide receivers coach? And How's, right now, I, I'd say... From an outside perspective, I say yes with the recruiting acumen that Mickey Joseph brings. How, how well, and look, look what he's put into the NFL. I mean, right? I mean, look, look at the guys starring on Sundays that were his guys. That's a little bit of proof for me, right? Go win ball games with those guys catching passes. Mm-hmm. So, Mickey Joseph, uh, I, I think, worst case gets a two to three hundred thousand dollar raise to stay. If you're Matt Rule, can you put? a price tag on peace of mind. You want to win? You want to win soon? Well, O'Shawn Mathis, his tweet, talking to Mickey, uh, leaning towards the NFL, waiting, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, waiting to talk to Mickey, but leaning towards the draft. Mm -hmm. I think you got a ton of guys that will absolutely stick and stay if if Mickey's back. And And you can pay Mickey to come back and, and O'Shawn can be one of those guys. Casey Thompson can be one of those guys if Mickey sticks and stays. Uh, and then you add to the fact the recruiting class. It's going to make Matt Rule's job a lot easier for the next two weeks if you have the, the base that Mickey Joseph has already built on your recruiting class. It just kind of comes down to what Mickey wants to do. Yes. It is very important to the fan base that he's taken care of unless he has a better opportunity to get that head coaching job. Uh, we'll talk with Mitch Sherman next on Hale Varsity.